0: Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week.
1: We mentioned this on the show yesterday that Tim Keller passed away last Friday. Mm -hmm. And Kara, you and I were just kind of reflecting on his passing. And uh, I got to say, for me, I'm not sure that there's another pastor, teacher, theologian that has been more influential Mm -hmm. on my faith over the last 10 years. He's got some incredible books, highly recommend Basically, all of them. Yes. You can yes. go and listen to his sermons online mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. The thing that I appreciated about Tim Keller the most uh, was just his really gracious insight yeah. on so many topics. You go look up like quotes from Tim Keller.
2: Oh, man. I mean,
1: we could probably share hundreds of them. You could
2: look at them all day.
1: But we were thinking about that this afternoon, that maybe it would be fun to reflect on some of our Mm. favorite thoughts uh, from Tim Keller. Yeah. And uh, one of the ones that I feel like we kind of have to start with is Tim Keller's perspective on death. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting to me. He passed away on Friday and his son, Michael, shared a short message. And he said, dad waited until he was alone with mom. She kissed him on the forehead. He breathed his last breath. And we take comfort in some of his last words. There is no downside for me leaving, he Mm. said, not in the slightest. And uh, that actually very much lines up with what Tim Keller has long stated about his perspective on death. Mm. One of my favorite quotes from him, he uh, at one point said, all death can now do to Christians... Is to make their lives infinitely better. Wow. And uh, I just think that's a really uh, profound and comforting mm-hmm. thought, especially in light of yeah. his passing.
2: Yeah.
0: Would you attend a festival themed around your name? If the answer is yes and your name is Kyle, you're in luck. The town of Kyle in Texas is trying to break a world record for the amount of people gathered in one place with the same name, they might just get it. The plot thickens too because the city of Kyle has been trying to do this record for years, but their arch nemesis is a city I dare not pronounce in Bosnia where they gathered 2,325 people named Ivan. And in 2021, people named Josh gathered together and made headlines. I think there should be a festival for people named Sam. I love the name Sam. My husband's name is Sam. But there are a ton of Sams, both boys and girls. I feel like that name could easily win a world record.
2: We mentioned yesterday that pastor and author Tim Keller passed away last Friday and he has been someone that's been, I would say, pretty significantly influential in my life. Anson, you said in yours as well, mm-hmm. and in the lives of thousands of people. Yes. If we're honest, um, just his perspective and his refreshing, um, his refreshing approach to the gospel and to so many different issues in life. It's just, it's just been really lovely to take in over the, these last years. And as we were reflecting on some of the things that we've personally learned from him, immediately one particular story comes to mind and it's actually a story that he retold of um, J.R. Tolkien's Okay. It's a short story called Leaf by Niggle and it's about this character Niggle who's an artist. He has a dream one night about this beautiful tree and when he wakes up he's like I have to paint this tree. Mm -hmm. And so he begins working on it meticulously like he works and works and works and works and when he gets to the end of his life, he has completed exactly one leaf of this tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. And at the end of his life, he's taken on this a train ride to a heavenly unnamed place. And to his surprise, the tree he never had time to finish during his lifetime, there stands complete. I love the way that Tim sums up the meaning of this story for our own lives and our own work. He says, once or twice in your life, you may feel like you have finally gotten a leaf out. Whatever your work, you need to know this, there really is a tree. Whatever you are seeking in your work, the city of justice and peace, the world of beauty and brilliance, the story, the order, the healing is there. There is a God, there is a future healed world that he will bring about. And your work is showing it, in part, to others. Your work will only be partially successful on your best days in bringing that world about. But inevitably, the whole tree that you seek, the beauty, harmony, justice, comfort, joy, and community will come to fruition. If you know all this, you won't be despondent because you can get only a leaf or two out in this life. You will work with satisfaction and joy. You will not be puffed up by success or devastated by setbacks.
0: If you're on the internet, you may have heard that the state of Montana is trying to ban the download of TikTok for its residents. A lot of TikTokers in Montana are quite upset about it, as you can imagine, and TikTok is suing back. It's a whole mess, but I find it fascinating. I'm grabbing my bowl of popcorn and wanna watch this train wreck. But here's the thing. If you watch a lot of TikTok content, I've got a little not-so-secret secret for you. The smart creators on tiktok upload their videos to instagram and youtube shorts there's plenty of apps to watch your short vertical content it's not going away
1: this afternoon kara and i are celebrating the life of pastor and teacher tim keller who Mm -hmm. passed away last friday very influential on both of our lives yes, and many hundreds and thousands of other Christians, I think, in our current time. And I have to imagine he's going to continue to be pretty mm-hmm. influential in the future as yes. well. The feeling people are going to be reading his books for a long, long time. Yeah. And there are so many different thoughts and ideas and quotes that we could pull from Tim. But one of my favorite things that Tim talked about a lot was the striving of man Hmm. and how Mm -hmm. through our own efforts, we're always trying to do more and be better Yeah, and how infinitely frustrating (laughs) that is when we inevitably fail. Exactly. And he sums up that struggle so succinctly in this quote and describes how it's not at all up to us. We tend to get this so backwards. Yeah. He says, the central basis of Christian assurance is not how much our hearts are set on God but how unshakably his heart is set on us. Mm. And yet we spend so much of our time on the first half of that sentence, don't we? Yeah, we do. How much is my heart set on God? I need to try harder. I need to do more Mm. for God to be pleased with me. Wow. No, the very central idea of being a Christian is how unshakably God's heart Mm. is set on his children.
0: If you've had a rough experience with church, it can be hard to go back. That's how it was with me. All my childhood and teenage years were filled with heartbreaking experiences, which left me feeling lost as a Christian. I knew I needed to be with the body of Christ, but I didn't see Christ in anybody, and I didn't want to get hurt again. It has taken me quite a few years, and I'm happy to say that I've been consistently attending a church for the past 2 years since moving into the area, and I'm even prouder to say that I've stepped more and more out of my comfort zone. I've started volunteering at church and going to small group, and those may sound like little things, but For me, this was not easy to do, and I had to take those years away to heal from my past and learn how to trust again and put my faith in God that it was going to be okay. All of this to say, if you're going through a difficult time with church and community, it's okay. It's not uncommon, and it's okay to step back and take time for healing. But just know that if you feel the Holy Spirit pulling you in, it's also okay to come back when you're ready. We aren't perfect, but when we model Christ, we can help each other heal along this journey. We aren't meant to do this alone.
2: It was such a beautiful weekend. Yesterday afternoon, my husband and I were like, okay, we have to go outside. It's mm. just too nice yep. to not be outside. So we were playing some baggo in the backyard, you know, the bean bags. And oh, okay. I was like super focused and ready, you know, trying to get the bags to go in the hole, which I was <laughs> not doing a good job despite at. Despite your focus. Despite my focus. Okay. And I was so focused that at one point, I looked up past the goal, and I realized that there was an animal standing at the edge of the woods right in front of our little bago game
1: okay
2: it was a fox oh and i don't know if you've ever like seen foxes in the wild they're usually pretty skittish yeah this fox was like standing there just staring at us hanging out i was like oh there's a fox there so we stood there and we kind of you know were like okay any minute right he's gonna turn around and run away no no he starts to come closer to oh. us is very curious and so you know my husband's like I don't, I don't know if we want you to come play our game with us and you know made some loud <laughs> oh, voices wasn't invited, to discourage huh? i mean here's the thing i, I don't know much about foxes yeah. are they cool are they not like are they friendly if if they i don't know if they lose are they going to be sore uh, losers maybe that's what we it were is, just yeah. we were a little bit concerned so we didn't invite him to fair play fair enough
0: crossword puzzles have the power to bring people together. Okay, maybe it wasn't just the crossword puzzle itself, it was also thanks to the help of a jolly fellow on a delayed train in Britain. I thought this was just a fun and encouraging story because it reminds us that humans are capable of uplifting one another and being a community in otherwise annoying and frustrating circumstances. There was this gentleman aboard a train who You know, had a few things to drink earlier that day and was, like I said, jolly. And as the train was full of people waiting because of a delay, he started calling out prompts from the crossword puzzle he was doing. Soon, everyone got involved answering questions and guesses and getting more enthusiastic, And I think collectively solving a puzzle sounds way more fun than staring at my phone, ignoring everyone and just being in my own little bubble if I was in that situation. I think the world seems like a scary place till we see humans face to face and start engaging in stuff like this. Super cool.
1: If you've ever felt like you've used social media too much, you've probably tried just about every tactic to reduce your mm. usage.
2: Yeah, that's there true. There
1: are like wellness apps on your phone right? that will turn off, you know, your social media apps oh, after a certain amount of time. That's
2: clever. Yeah. Maybe
1: you try, you know, distancing yourself from your device. Yeah. <laughs> Like at night, you don't bring it into the bedroom. Exactly. Yep. I've tried things that. Things like that. It's good. And sometimes some of those things work and. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes yeah. our obsession with social media <laughs> is very resilient. It's true. There's one thing left I thought about today that you could try though, Kara. Okay. Especially if, say, you're addicted to TikTok. All right. You could, uh, you could move to Montana. Oh. Have you heard about Montana? Well,
2: that's a little- oh. that's right they
1: just announced a new law
2: they outlawed it banning Ah, tiktok okay takes
1: effect next year wow a little bit extreme that's a little yeah to move to a new state but hey (laughs) sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do that's right
0: if your dog had a resume would you hire him like do you think he has the skills worthy of being your pet I hope you would answer yes, but this was a brilliant strategy to help dogs get adopted. A school helped an Albuquerque Animal Shelter by partnering up and the creative students made the dogs resumes, listing off skills like comes when called, uses doggy door, likes kids, those kinds of skills. So far they've gotten six dogs adopted thanks to these resumes. This just reminds me that I really need to go update my resume, resumes are a kind of important, I guess. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind
1: and rewind.